Well, good morning, you wonderful, beautiful people. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it's going to be March 9th, 2022. We are on the second episode of Revelation Revamp. This is where I share with you guys the biggest revelations that I've had years prior. So we are on February right now, and I'm going to be talking to you guys about, you know, some of the biggest insight that I got um, while I was reading my journals, you guys. It's going to be reality checking your struggle. And I'm going to dive into that with you guys today, just through the soil of my own life, my own experiences, and, um, you know, just kind of giving you guys a little background about some things that I was going through and then how I got myself through it. And, uh, you know, I think it's important that we share these things with each other because the truth is we all struggle. You guys, we all have times where we feel discouraged, defeated. We want to quit. We feel overwhelmed. We feel stressed. And, you know, I want you guys to know that I can relate to that. And I want to share with you the things that I do for myself that help lift the burden. And um, so anyway, you guys, let's go ahead and pray. And let's just try, let's just jump right into this thing this morning. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for just being so shrewd. Lord, you are so good at helping us shift our perspective. And I just am so grateful for that, Lord. It has changed my life. And I pray, Lord, that you would help all of my brothers and sisters listening to this podcast if their mind, if their thoughts are just directing them into this emotional place where they don't want to be. Help them to see that it's their pattern of thinking that needs to change and give them a new perspective on the thing that they're currently looking at that has them feeling so burdened and ran down right now, Lord. So I just pray for light to come in, Lord. Let them allow the light to come in on those dark places. I pray that you would break off any type of spirit of pride or, you know, just this thing that we can have in us sometimes, Lord, where we want to war against you. Lord, that we would not war against you. We need you, Lord. (laughs) We cannot think ourselves out of some of these situations because, Lord, the truth is we are so limited. And uh, Lord, so I just pray for healing. I pray you'd break off any pride, any victim mindset, anything, Lord, that would separate us from your love and you know our ability to receive um the new thoughts that you have for us lord that will bring about the fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience goodness faithfulness self-control we we need those things lord so i just pray that we would humble ourselves before you and receive what we need from you lord so i pray you got this conversation i thank you lord we love you we just pray all these things in jesus name so you guys excuse me this morning i was going through my journal and i had the one thing i was going to share with you guys But I realized I'm going to have to just wait till next year because that particular revelation really just came out of February of this year. You guys, I apologize. My youngest is in here. What do you need, daughter? Oh, she has a doll. She wants me to put an outfit on really quick. You guys, bear with me. I told you I have to be a mother while I do this podcast. And um, so bear with me as I dress this doll for my child here, my youngest. She's going to be four next month. Oh man, it's crazy how fast kids grow up. My oldest is going to be 20 this year. Um, My second oldest is going to be 16. And then my other one, she's going to be 14. And the other one's going to be 12. I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord. Oh man. But you know what? I love it. I'm so blessed to be able to be home with my kids. And so anyway, you guys, I'm almost done here. Almost got it. Do you need me to tie this too, Bear? Okay. And so, um, yeah, you know, children are a blessing. They've definitely changed me as a person made me better hey calm down is that good don't we untie it okay hey i'm on the podcast take your doll 
shut mama's door and I'll be out soon. Okay? Please? What do you want me to do? Okay, I'll do that when I'm done, okay? You're just gonna have to wait. So, oh, I see. You guys, I'm so sorry. I did not put this doll on right. There's like these sleeves that are supposed to go through and I did not see those. So anyway, so I had a revelation that I was gonna share with you guys this month, but the truth is the other half, it was, it was like part of last year and part of today. And so I was like, I'm just gonna save that. And I really just wanna share with you guys the struggle that I was in last February, okay? I was having a very, very difficult time last year, last February. So my husband and my children and I all moved back in August of 2020. I shared that with you guys about how we ended up moving out here. And um, that was just, that whole process was amazing, okay? Well, after we got out here, of course, um, you know, my husband had to find a job and you know which he did probably about a month after we got here which was a huge blessing however um you know that was a struggle too uh hey shut the door sweetheart um all of his jobs so like i think the first three weeks the first two weeks when he worked there he had to get paid the hourly rate and you guys that hour hourly rate out here in the south is like seven bucks an hour okay we're used to living off of like way more than that okay so that was a little bit difficult, okay? And um, then after that, there was all these other things that we found out that we had to pay for at his new job. They wanted you to, they had something called a retainer fund. So they're like, you know, there's $1,500 that you need to set aside just in case there's an accident on the job, even though he had business insurance because he was like a, he worked for a company, but you were pretty much a, a contractor and you had to carry insurance and everything. So he did, but they still wanted you to have $1,400 set aside. So they were taking money out of his paycheck on top of that to have this retainer fund. Okay. And so that was, that was really rough. Cause we were already, you know, trying to build back up on the funds. And then, it turned, then there was a couple water leaks at my house. It drew my, my power bill. So out here, your water, your power, your natural gas is all on one bill which is great, okay? Um, but we ended up finding out we had two water leaks on our property. One of them had went on for almost two weeks because we it was outside, kind of far out on the property, you guys. We've got some land out here. We've got about six acres. And so um, we didn't see it immediately. Um, I definitely could tell by the bill going up. Um, it was up like another couple hundred bucks. I was like, this is unusual. Anyway, so, you know, there was one month where our bill, you know, power, water, natural gas was almost $700. It was 687 bucks. And that was a kick in the gut. Okay. So we had that. And then we found out our septic needed to be pumped when we bought this house. Um, we were told that it was pumped and everything was fine. Right now. I didn't ask for proof of anything. Now that was of course my own wrongdoing or, you know, my own ignorance, but, uh, come to find out, the septic out here had never been pumped. You know, they'd lived here for 15 years, but had never been pumped at all. Okay. And so the septic was overflowing outside of my house, um, outside, thank God. But you know, now we got that problem. Um, so now the septic's overflowing outside the house. We got to have a guy come out and take care of it at the moment. At that current moment, we didn't have any, um, any money for that. I'm trying to think what happened after that. Maybe like one of the Biden checks came in or something. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> oh man, God saved my butt on those Biden checks. I'm telling you right now, you guys, you know, it's like when uh, the Israelites plundered Egypt, you know, they were blessed anyway. Uh, so we had that. 
So I have, you know, we're living off of about 300 bucks a week. Uh, the power bill, six power, water, natural gas is 687 bucks a month in February of last year. And I just found out that my septic was completely backed up. And so it was all going out of this pipe. And, uh, turns out we had to replace the whole drain field. Okay. Um, and that, and that was a lot of work. You guys, that's a whole nother story. The point is, is I had a lot going on and I was feeling very stressed and overwhelmed about Lord, where are we going to get this money? Um, I was losing perspective about, you know, everything I was doing. I was just so frustrated, you know, because I was just, all these things are going on all at the same time. And so you guys, I'm just going to kind of share with you really quick, some things that I had to reality check for myself, because like I said, I was feeling very stressed, very overwhelmed. Um, I've been a stay at home mom for 13 years. We've been living off of one income. Thank you, Lord, for my husband. He's been such a blessing. You know, him and I made a commitment, um, you know, that I was going to be the primary influence in my children's life. I had a desire on my heart to do that. And that came about, you know, in a kind of a crazy way. And I've shared that story with you guys, but you know, um, I, I realized over time, 13 years ago, that was like, wow, you know what? I want to be the primary influence. And I've been home with my kids ever since. And, uh, you know, my husband and I've had our ups and downs. I've shared with you guys our story, you know, financially, um, you know, the first year he had his roofing business, we lived off of $10,000 for one year, lived with people in our church for nine months and then tried to make it out on our own again. And then had to leave that place because, uh, we couldn't pay the rent and we moved in. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. We lived with church for nine months, went up, went up the street, tried to run our own place for five months. That didn't work out. Had to humble ourselves and ask, you know, to go live at the church again. So there was another, uh, husband and wife, you know, they didn't have any little kids or anything. They were older. They're kind of like my parents' age. They let us move in on their property. We got a travel trailer from our pastor. We lived in that for a year and a half, you guys. Uh, and the travel trailer with what, five kids at the time. I think by, when we moved in with these guys, my baby was one month old and she was baby number five. So we had five kids out in the travel trailer, me and my husband. Uh, we were giving them about 450 bucks a month or 425 a month. And you know, so yeah, you guys, we are not, we are definitely not, um, we are familiar with struggle and financial lack. And I shared with you guys just growing up as a kid, man, living down by the river with my mom, living in a freaking 75 van or whatever. I can't, it was like, in the, it was a late seventies van, Chevy van. And, uh, you know, sleeping on the couch. My mom would sleep outside by the fire. Um, you know, living off food stamps, TANF, uh, food banks, you guys, powdered milk. I mean, um, you know, I, I'm telling you, uh, I told you guys stories about my dad busting the locks off of our uh, water so we could hook up to the neighbors for a time. Uh, my dad walking the streets to get money, you know, to, to get the power bill paid when he would get laid off, you know. Um, so you guys, I'm telling you, I'm definitely familiar with struggle. My, my family and I definitely, my husband and I, um, we definitely had some low places in our life, but you know, the Lord has been with us through that. And that's a whole nother perspective I, I could share with you guys. But the whole point, like I said, I was feeling very overwhelmed back in uh, 2021. And, um, you know, I started having thoughts of, you know what, Ashley, you just need to get off your butt and go get a job, you know. But I knew in my heart, this is, you guys, let me tell you something. Let me tell you really quick how I've realized the Lord works in my life. He works through peace. If I don't have peace in my heart, I will not do it. No matter what was going on with all the thoughts that were bombarding me, like, Ashley, you should go get a job. You should do this. The thought of me getting a job was so overwhelming to me. It was like, I can't, I can't go get a job, Lord. There's no way. And the Lord was never asking me to get a job. You know, 
my job right now is to be at home, raise my children, take care of my home, uh, do this podcast for you guys, write these, write this devotional, right? That's my job. I'm, God's my boss, you know? And that is where I'm, I need to be right now. But I was allowing the circumstances to start trying to dictate my life instead of what I know, like but what's been revealed to me in my life by the Lord, you know? Or how can I say that? The Lord directed me by me realizing certain desires I had on my heart, you know, me wanting to stay home with my kids and homeschool them, wanting to be the primary influence in their life, realizing that, you know, they're going to be gone eight hours a day. I'm never going to see them. It's like, nah, I want to raise my kids. I want to be with my kids. I want to build relationships with them. I want to give them everything I got. I brought them into this world. You know, it's like, those are my children, you know? And so, and God honored that, you know, um, it hasn't been easy, like I said, but I have been willing to give up you know, um, I guess you could say certain comforts for the sake of my commitment and my conviction to be home with my children. And so, um, I've had to learn to accept myself for that because I'm sure there's, there was times and I know there was matter of fact that people were looking at my, my husband's life and judging us like, wow, you know, you've got all those kids. You're going to go live in a travel trailer. Why don't you just go get a job? Ashley, if you got a job and helped your husband and you know, you guys wouldn't be having to go through that. You're choosing this. And I'm sure, man, I, I mean, I, I know, but um, there was all kinds of accusations that were flying towards me and my husband, but I was like, you know what? This is my life. This is my choice. They're not living with this. I'm not asking anything from them. I was never going to my family saying, I, I need this from you and I need you to do this. No, never. You know, um, me and my husband have always, you know, um, been self-sufficient in that way. Now we're definitely not afraid to humble ourselves if we need help, but it, it wasn't like we chose these decisions and then all of a sudden we're expecting other people to be responsible for our decisions. Does that make sense? We took full responsibility for the decisions that we made and uh, we did the, and have done the absolute best we could with what was going on at the time. And through that whole process, even living in the travel trailer and all these things we've been through, God's peace has always been the focal point for me. And so when I was feeling overwhelmed, like you should just go get a job, Ashley, you know, make this easier. There was no peace in that. And I knew that I was just trying to solve it and just do this little quick fix. It's like, okay, if you go get a job, then what? Right? I would never see my husband. Um, then all of a sudden, my kids are having to watch my younger kids, right? And it was like, I'm not going to put that on them. And the truth is, we were just fine. We had it. We still have everything we need. Everything still worked out. So anyway, but th that's me on the outside of this thing, right? What about when you're in the middle of it, like I was, and, and maybe you, you right now, when you're like, I don't even see a way out of this. I'm so overwhelmed and so pressured. And this is where the whole idea of reality checking your current struggle comes in, okay? And so, let me just read some notes to you guys. Okay, here we go. Number one, stop yourself when you are making your peace dependent on outer circumstances. That's what I was doing. The thought, me wanting to entertain the thought, oh, I should just go get a job. That I knew in my heart that not that was not going to solve my problem. That would have added more burden to me. And I know that about myself. This is why it's important for you to know what you can and cannot do. Know how to carry your own load, okay? Um, I know me doing everything I'm doing at my home right now, homeschooling my kids, taking care of my home, working on the book, working on the podcast, all of this kind of stuff. Um, I would not be able to get a job outside of the home and do all of that. It would just be way too much for me. All right, so I know my limits. And so I, and I knew within myself that if I was going to go get a job, I was just trying to 
take care of this thing instead of just taking a step back and saying, Ashley, do you have peace in this decision? No, I didn't have peace even thinking about it. So I want you to ask yourself, you know, especially if you're in a situation and you're feeling stressed and you're just kind of scrambling, it's like, stop. Where, Lord, I need my peace back and live by your peace. Because let me tell you something, when you're living by your peace, your peace may not look like peace to other people. People who were on the outside looking at this thing would, were probably thinking to themselves, how the hell could that be peaceful that you're living out in a travel trailer pissing in a bucket? That's not peaceful. Do you know, you know how stressful that would be for a lot of people? You know, um, most probably would have gotten divorced over that. Uh, me and my husband, I told you guys, I never learned how to rely on people's relational qualities growing up as a kid. I shared with you guys, because my dad paid child support every month, my biological dad, I developed a sense of security off of physical things. Money brought me security, right? Okay, if, if my dad pays me this child support, it's gonna take some stress off my mom, it's gonna give us money for little things we need, it brought me a sense of peace. I did not understand the relational qualities of loyalty, respect, trust, love, all of that, that that was really the sustainer of life. My husband and my children and God himself taught me all of that through that experience. And I remember right before we had to go live in the travel trailer, I knew we were going, I knew we were going there because I knew we couldn't pay the rent. Our roofing business was still a baby and, uh, you know, we couldn't do it. And so I knew we had to go stay with people. And so, um, I was really wrestling with it, but I was like, Lord, just help me to accept that this is where we got to go right now. I know I want to be home with my kids. And so that's, that was also the thing I needed to accept. I want to be home. This is, this is the consequence for me accepting to be the primary influence in my kids' life. But Lord, give me the grace I need to go live with people again, because that's not easy. Anyway, I remember going into the store with my husband one night and we had the whole, everybody with us, me and him, the kids. And, and I'm just like, oh, babe, I'm not looking forward to this. Oh, I don't want to go live with people again. And he's like, babe, we're going to be fine. As long as we have each other, that's all that matters. And I'm telling you, you guys, that 18 months in that travel trailer, and then we went from there into the little 800 square foot house, you know, all together. All my kids were in one room, me and my husband were in another room, which that was like the Taj Mahal. When you go from an 18 foot travel trailer to a 800 square foot house, you're like, dude, this is paradise. This is awesome. But through that time, I learned how to rely on love and you know, me and my kids, and my husband, you know what we do like out of the trailer, we would, ha we had a, we had everything out there, man. We had hot water. We had uh, propane and everything. We had a stove. Everything worked out there. Okay. And so um, we would cook pizza out there and we would all jump on our bed. We had a full size uh, bed in the back and we had a TV and a DVD player. We would all cram up on the bed together and watch movies together. Some of the best memories we have is all being in that trailer together. And, uh, you know, just we, we developed such strong bonds of love and trust and made the best of it. And I wouldn't have learned that, honestly, if I hadn't gone through that. But anyway, let me back up here a little bit, you guys, and then I'm going to get off here. So stop yourself when you're making your peace dependent on outer circumstances. My peace was I knew that I was doing what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be with my children, and that's where my peace came from. And God gave me the grace to live out that conviction. So ask yourself, do I have peace right now? If not, ask the Lord to help you get your peace back. So I said, Lord, I've been doing that. I've been resisting uncertainty and looking for security in money instead of you. Again, I learned how to find security in money, a physical thing outside of myself. I didn't know how to find security in a person. Jesus Christ is in me. He's in you. He's a person. He's real. Okay. 
He wants us to find our security in our relationship with him. All right. And I have been, I'm still honestly just going through a process of learning how to rely on him and his relational qualities for what I need. He's always taken care of me. I've never lacked anything. I've always had a roof over my head. I've always had food. I've always had everything I needed. I've had things I've wanted and I have quality relationships in my life. I have a fantastic relationship with my husband. I got fantastic, fantastic relationship with my children. God has brought resources into my life that have helped me in all those areas. And so, you know, um, but I was resisting, you know, at the time I was going back into my old patterns, you know, um, I was looking to find my security and money instead of the relational things that I've been learning. Okay, here's another thing. You do not have to give up your peace just because the world is not going as you would prefer it right now. Things aren't always gonna go the way you want it to. Do you think the Israelites wanted to go through the wilderness when God was transitioning them? No. You know, I'm sure the wilderness represented lack to them, right? When really, from God's perspective, it represented them getting out from underneath the bondage of, of Pharaoh and listening to him and, and learning how to hear God's voice and live by his provisions, live by him on, on a daily basis. They had to literally be in a situation where they had to learn to depend on God. And you guys are going to go through that. Okay. We're all going to go through it. Every single Christian is going to go through different seasons where you have to literally learn to rely on God on a daily basis. That's why Jesus said from the get, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll wear, seek the kingdom first and everything will else be given to you. So every day that should be a question, Lord, how do I seek the kingdom today? You already told me you're going to take care of me. What does that look like for me today? How do I need to humble myself and change my perspective? Right? What, is, what does it look like to live out your kingdom today? How do you want me to live that out? You know, you got to ask these questions. Okay. You become what you think about. You know, I was thinking about, Lord, I'm frustrated. We don't have a bunch of money. We got all these, you know, the freaking crap is literally coming out the pipe outside the house, which I was grateful for that. You guys, let me straight up. It could have been way worse. All right. My brother just had a situation where his septic had backed up, but it, it didn't back up outside y'all. It went up in his house. Okay. So, and that, my poor brother, that happened to him twice. Um, you know, uh, he lives in a really nice, uh, like, I think it's a townhouse or I'm not sure what it is, but he's got a nice place and you know, but yeah, he had, he, he's renting this place. And, uh, so yeah, anyway, I don't know the full story. I actually haven't talked to him in a couple weeks cause this just happened to him recently, but all of that went in his house. Mine was outside of my house. Thank you, Lord. So, you know, but still, I was, I was still feeling stressed, you know, I was still feeling super overwhelmed about that. And like I said, only having so much money and then the freaking leaks and fixing all this stuff, you know? So I said, Lord, help me to accept what I cannot change. I couldn't change the fact that, you know, the stuff was happening with my husband's check and how they were operating and, and the stuff that we needed to take care of. Right. I couldn't change the fact that that was, that the stuff with the house was going on. I couldn't change it. It was happening. I said, Lord, help me to, you know, um, help me to accept myself for the decisions I've made. I made a decision to stay home with my children. I needed to accept myself for that. Like, this is what I chose. Okay. Uh, Lord, help me master my mind better. Remind me that I'm your daughter and daughters are cared for by their fathers. You are my father now. Right. And here's the thing. If you didn't grow up with that, you know, it's, it's kind of hard because I didn't, you guys. I had a stepdad, but he wasn't like, he 
we didn't really have like a like a strong emotional bond. He was there physically and he did his best, but again, I didn't I didn't know the relational qualities that were needed in a life to, you know, really be sustained. Like, you know, when you're a baby and you need love and attention and and all of that kind of stuff, you know, we still need that as adults. You know, we still have those kind of uh, relational needs. But uh, if you didn't get that growing up, you know, it, it, you have to go through a process to, to learn how to get that. You know, just because you didn't get it as a kid doesn't mean you don't put yourself in a position as an adult to get that. That's the beauty of being an adult now. You can choose to get what you didn't have growing up. So um, I was like, Lord, help me grow out of my victim mentality. Um, I allow myself to fall into it. You know, victims get themselves, victims give themselves no choice. I'm like, Lord, what can I control? Not how much money comes in and out, right? Because I chose to stay at home. You know, I've chosen to do that. So I, I have, I have to accept the fact that whatever my husband can do, that's what he can do and, um, be okay with that. And my husband's done an amazing job, you know? And when we first got here, it was rough. Okay. So anyway, let me move on here. You guys, it's already been 25 minutes. I apologize. Um, so am I making the best choices with the money that I have? Um, are all our bills paid? Are all the taxes paid? <laughs> Do we have food? Are the children taken care of? Does my son have birthday presents? Because my son's birthday is in, in February. He's going to be nine this year. And, you know, he had, oh, I had, it was yes to all these things, you know? Um, do we put money aside to save? Do we use it for what is needed? Did we have control over Scott's job and how they ran their business? You know, so Lord, what can I control? Have I made the, ne the best decision for what I can control? Help me Lord to accept. I cannot change the facts. I can only control how I see them. Help me to use my mind to live in your peace. So I just want to encourage you guys today. Ask yourself some really good questions, especially if you are anxious about money or whatever. Do you have everything you need right now? Do you have food? Are your bills paid? Right? Um, you know, ask yourself those basic things. And everything outside of that, ask the Lord to provide for you. That's, that's what I've always done. You know, Lord, I, need, I needed money for property taxes. You know, when we first moved out here, um, you know, the taxes were due in February. And, you know, we didn't have the money for it. And, um... I was kind of stressed out because I didn't realize after we sold our house, the $600 we got back, which was all we got, that was the refund on the property taxes from the people who lived here previously. So that was supposed to go on the property taxes, but I didn't realize that at the time. I'm like, crap, we need money to get there. And so um, I was stressed out about it, but God provided the money for the property taxes. You know, he provided everything. He used, he used the government to do it. I didn't get a front on that. You know, I was grateful when uh, those Biden checks came in, man, they saved my butt. You know, pay, pay my property taxes I had to pay. Um, help me take, my, my husband and I replaced, we had to replace the whole drain field. Me and my husband, me and my kids were out there digging. I think it was like 60 feet down, 60, 70 feet down and about four feet deep, you know? And we had to dig, 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 dig because we had to replace the, the pipes and everything, man. That stuff was completely backed up and it was, and it was charcoaled in there. That's how we knew it hadn't been pumped in like 20 years, you guys, it was nuts. And, uh, so we, my husband, and then after we got all the digging done, my husband and his buddy, you know, went out there and, and they put the drain field in and, and did all of that. And it was a blessing. God took care of everything, you know, and you never know where the money's going to come from. Right. Even if he does use the government to, to do it, who cares? Right. You know, it's like, 
I remember I had to humble myself for a time and get back on food stamps back in 20, I think it was night ended 2019, 2020. I needed food stamps, you know, um, we were doing okay, but it was, things were going up and, uh, I was just like, crap, Lord, we need a little bit of help. I was like, all right, I'll go get food stamps. And I did, you know, and it was hard. Cause I'm like, Lord, why can't we just, you know, why can't you just get my husband a raise? Why do you gotta get food stamps again? You know? Cause there was a time we were not on food stamps for like 10 years. And I took a lot of pride in that, you know, I was like, wow, we got seven kids, Lord. We're not on food stamps and you know, thank you, Lord. And I took pride in that. And then that 11 years later, like I said, 2019, 2020, I had to humble myself and get back on it. I had to see that God was in everything good and everything I needed, you know? So if you have to humble yourself and get some help like that from time to time, do it. That's what it's for. And <laughs> thank you, God, we live in the United States of America, you know, that we have those resources for ourselves if we need them. And so that saved my butt. Those food stamps saved our butt when we came out here. You know, I didn't know that you could use an EBT card state to state, you know? So the leftover uh, food stamps I had on my card, I just filled up my house full of food and that's what saved our butts when my husband was only making 300 bucks a week you know and then those got cut off in October of 2020 and we haven't been on them since and thank you lord you know um so anyway you guys god's grace is sufficient we just got to learn to live in the peace and ask yourself some questions be objective with yourself tell don't be afraid to tell yourself the truth get out of victim mentality if you have to not feeling sorry for yourself but just like you know what lord it's true you are taking care of me right i do have everything i need um, and if it's anything beyond what you need, like, or what you have, or you know what I'm saying? Just ask the Lord and he will provide you guys. I'm, t I'm a testimony of it. So anyway, this has been long enough. You guys question your question, your struggle and ask God to give you a new perspective. And he will, I promise you guys, I hope you have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please give me a rating on Spotify, iTunes. It helps it grow. All right, y'all have an awesome rest of the day and I will talk to you next time.